Hello, everyone, and welcome to Devotional Life with Paul and Jeannie. We're so glad that you joined us. And today we have something that, well, <laughs> it speaks to the heart of people. And it speaks to um, not only what we don't, what, what some folks will hold back or why they'll hold back or why they say they'll hold back from believing. Um, but also within it is the opportunity for faith to grow. So, Jeannie, what do you have for us today? Well, we're going to um, put ourselves in the scene with Jesus again. And he's speaking to the rich, uh, well, not necessarily always rich, but the learned and uh, admired religious leaders of the day, the Pharisees, scribes and Pharisees. The religious elite, how about that? The religious elite. <laughs> and we know that these guys, even though they were, quote, religious, knew all about Jesus. I mean, these folks that are talk challenging Jesus right now probably could have just seen one of his latest miracles. Right. Um, they knew that he had risen somebody from the dead. They knew that, uh, what are some of the miracles that he did? Uh, turning water into wine, to healing somebody who was crippled in their hands or their feet, uh, opening the eyes of the blind. Um, if they hadn't seen it themselves, they certainly had the reputation. These were miracles that had no uh, explanation other than it was a miracle. As well, they were told these are things that the messiah will do when he comes right and they're missing it mm -hmm. and they're so wrapped around the axle with trying to they're jesus haters <laughs> yes and they want to they want to get rid of him because he's a threat to their position and so they're they're they don't seem to have any relationship with god at all they just seem to be you know dressed up and get that admiration of people that are around them. They talk about God. They even quote verses from the Bible, from the Old Testament. But the heart. It's not there. It's not there. And we know that Jesus has gotten angry at these folks before and called them dead man bones and things like that. <laughs> talk about not mincing your words. But even when he did that, he was always trying to provoke them to recognize the state they were in so that they would repent right. and come to know him because he wants everyone to come to know him. So this is the scene that they're at. And in Matthew 12, New King James, verse 38, um, Jesus is there and he's been talking and they come up to him and say, some of the scribes and Pharisees answered while he was talking saying, teacher. And they're calling him teacher and they're mocking him. Yeah, it's yeah, it is derogatory coming from them. It's like, oh yeah, like you could teach us anything. But anyway, teacher, teacher, we want to see a sign from you. Oh my goodness! After all he's done, right? <laughs> and he's probably just about had it with them. I mean, again, he can be upset with them because of their hypocrisy, yes, and they weren't pride. genuine questions. No matter who came to him whether they were simple folks or they were sinners, if they had a genuine question, he wanted to converse with them. And these, this was not a genuine question. Yeah. Or, yeah, another word besides genuine would be an honest question. Yeah. In other words, they're coming to God in human flesh and not really, 
they don't really care what his answer is. They're just trying to trap him. Uh, yes, yeah, some way to trip him up. Yeah, so like, you know, we kind of what we talked about last time, just give me a miracle right in front of me, and then I'll believe, right? And this is a matter of the heart. So verse 39, uh, but he answered, Jesus answered them and said to them, an evil and adulterous generation. Ooh, <laughs> couldn't go saying that out loud around here. An evil, <laughs> don't judge me, right? An evil and adulterous generation seeks after a sign. Huh. So an evil and adulterous generation yeah. seeks after a sign. You know, uh, it was last time that we were together, I mentioned that folks could go and take a look at Psalm 19, see what the Bible says about creation. So I want to I wanna reposition our view of this scene and these uh, people coming to Jesus. The book of Colossians lets us know that Jesus created all things. All things were created through him by him, for him, and all things are going to return to him. So here are two creations right. <laughs> standing before the creator saying, give us a sign. <laughs> well, how about the creation you're standing in, the earth you're standing on, the sun that it revolves around? How about the breath in your lungs? How about your sight? How about your heart? Wow. So those that try to uh, mock God and throw up fake questions and statements, we can call them an evil and adulterous generation. That's pretty scary. Yeah, because anyway, it's, you know... It's not like, it, oh, you poor guy, you really yeah. don't have all the answers, you really don't know. I and mean, we're talking about people who aren't sincere. They're trying to test God or tempt right. God. Right, or trap him. And then they can, if they keep on going, they can keep on their lifestyle of living in the dark or whatever they want to do. Right. So uh, he says he's not going to give them a sign. He goes, an evil, adulterous generation seeks after a sign, and no sign will be given to it. Except the sign of Prophet Jonah. Oh, my. So why did he bring up Jonah? Points them back to Jonah. Yeah. Verse 40. For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of the great fish. Now, he knows that they know their scriptures. Right. And he knows that they attest to believing that Jonah was a prophet and that he was alive and that he was swallowed by a great fish, and he was running away from God, all that. They know that. They teach it in their temple, right? Right. And so he's saying, just like the three days uh, and three nights in the belly of the great fish, so will the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. So he's talking about his death and resurrection. Right, right. Here, you want a sign? Yeah, <laughs> just Tell like me who else has come back from the dead remember when they when they uh were mocking him before and he said kill this uh destroy this temple and i'll raise it up in three days yes so it's again referring to that but the one who believes in the sign that he suggests to right. them the one who believes that jesus died for their sins rose from the dead that person has eternal life eternal life becomes their possession that is faith, the opportunity, 
The opportunity for faith right in the middle of this seeming dispute is right there. Right. Okay, we're getting there. <laughs> okay, so um, 41, the men of Nineveh, 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 sorry, will rise up in, in the judgment with this generation and condemn it because they repented at the preaching of Jonah and indeed are greater than Jonah is here. Yeah, Nineveh was a great enemy of God's people of before Jews, yeah. Jonah went there and preached and they had a revival and and they they uh, were despicable people. We have to k- cut it off for right now. <laughs> it's a it's a cliffhanger so we'll talk more about Oh, we will. Okay. I like this. Okay, if we can continue tomorrow if that's okay. Sure. Okay. Yeah. All right, Father in heaven, thank you for loving us. Thank you for sending Jesus to open our eyes and to give us the gospel and the opportunity to put our faith in him. Thank you, Father. Bless each heart that hears this. Encourage them this day. We love you, Father, because you first loved us. We pray this in Jesus' wonderful name. And all my dear brothers and sisters say, Amen. Amen. God bless you. See you soon.